0: Let us pray. Our Father, our Father in Heaven, Lord Jesus, our brother, our intercessor, Holy Spirit, our comforter, our companion, we give this time to you. You always speak. We want to listen to you, just to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. Uh, before I start a couple a couple uh, things happy Father 's Day. Uh, those of you who are fathers uh, uh, have a great day and hope you get some gifts or some invitations or something. Um, my children are here, so uh, that 's a hidden message <laughs> also. Uh, I I lost my father at a younger age, and he was sick for many years before that, Uh, but God brought into my life uh, a man who shared the gospel with me and who led me to faith in Jesus Christ, and as well who prays for me every single day, 48 years, and uh, that's precious. So Ben, if you're watching, happy Father's Day. Uh, second, I just want to thank you for your generosity. I mean, it's just—I mean, there are no words. Uh, There's some information in the email, but thank you for your giving for Pentecost. We have been able to raise about nine thousand dollars to uh, help in uh, with scholarships and uh, aid uh, relief, food relief in India, and also to rebuild uh, a school in China. So we we are very thankful. Uh, to you for that and alpha is going well we are going to the fourth week we have people connecting with us from Ecuador and Brazil and Colombia and Mongolia uh, one day ahead of us so that's uh, that's amazing and people here who live here from Ethiopia Syria China Korea so thank you keep on praying for Alpha. alpha on zoom is challenging But um, we are really enjoying to be able to share Christ around the globe from this church. Uh, And third, I want to um, revise or review with you the gospel. Because if uh, we are not in the same page, this passage that I'm going to preach on today, that I'm going to share with you, uh, will not make any sense or you will filter it wrongly. So this is the gospel. We are sinners. Uh, we have some kind of sickness that is called sin. That bends us to do what we don't want to do. Uh, we lie, we betray, we just, we just sin. Uh, we have always good hopes, but then we fail. And that's, that's sin. And then there's Jesus Christ. He's sinless. And he is fully God and fully man, so he represented us as a substitute uh, to take the pain, to take the punishment that we should have uh, taken. And he died for us on the cross, in our place, not having to do that. And those of us who uh, understand that and go to him with repentance, recognizing that we are sinners, And we need a Savior. We cannot save ourselves. And we repent and we trust Him. To those of us, He grants us eternal life, a new life. And He sends His Holy Spirit to indwell in us. And that is the gospel. And if you have not gone to Jesus to ask Him to save you, to rescue you, to give you a new life, This is the time to do so. As I'm speaking, you can pray to him, and he will listen to you. So we are preaching out of Ephesians. We are in chapter 5. We'll touch barely on uh, chapter 5, verses 1 to 21, although this uh, passage is in the middle, again, of a letter that does not really have in the original chapters or uh, verses. Uh, So if you open your Bibles, it will help you to follow in what I'm gonna share. So last week, Reverend Brown, Jamie, he shared with us uh, the basic, that we, we are children. We do follow God, the gospel, because we are children, not to become children. You don't become a child, and today is Father's Day, you don't become a child by behaving uh, like a person. You uh, become a child when you are adopted or when you are born into the family, one way or another. So, <clears throat> in, uh, in chapter 4, he's been showing us, the Apostle Paul has been showing us uh, what God is like and how to... Uh, translate that into uh, a regular life so I called uh, this message copy and paste because everything here is about so simple as copy and paste so uh, in, in in chapter 4 he's telling us that uh, we should let out any uh, uh, any falsehood because God is not false what he speaks is truth in fact, He is true. Uh, We should not uh, practice any um, dishonesty. We should not steal. We should not uh, get angry with people and explode. That's not the way God behaves. So that's that's God. And uh, if we look at verse 32, it, it kind of summarizes everything. Be kind to one another. Because God is kind, so we copy God. Be tender-hearted, because God has a tender heart. Be forgiving to one another, because God has forgiven us. as As God in Christ forgave you. So this is God. And then he follows with this word, therefore. So all the things that I've been teaching you, Therefore, this is how they apply to your life. And the first thing he's gonna tell us is to be imitators. To be imitators of God as beloved children. So we copy God. That's our first chore, our first duty. We look at God and we copy him. What is he like? And that's mind boggling. And that's why Paul is getting out of the way to show us examples. That we can grasp with with our hands. So, the first one is we copy God. God is our source. Uh, uh, copying and pasting is the most used. Uh, uh, thing that we do in computers. I mean, that's proven. Uh, To make this message, at least 25 times I've copied and pasted. Information from here and there when I do research, and then things that I change out of place, I copy and paste, copy and paste. Paul is telling you, if you're going to copy, copy God. There's like a war of titans here going in Ephesus because in Ephesus there were two main temples. And one, uh, one god that was very revered was uh, God Dionysus or uh, later called in Rome Bacchus. Bacchus was the god of wine, the god of feasting and wild and uh, craziness. And uh, people would get into these drunken parties and have orgies and, and just let it, let it go. Uh, Dionysus or Bacchus was also the god of uh, religious ecstasy. And, uh, and also he was the god of theater, the god of pantomime, the god of the fake. And uh, he says, you Ephesians, you don't have to uh, copy Dionysus anymore. Now you know better, you know God, and you need to copy God. That's your source. You have to be imitators, and that's very important. Uh, imitate, pantomime, the word mime comes from this, uh, this word, imitate, mimites in Greek. So, mime, uh, to mimic, to copy. Monkey see, monkey do, that's, that's the word that he's using. So become imitators. As Christians, uh, we do not need to be creators. We don't have that pressure. We just need to look at God and imitate him. And if we get lost, then we come to the epistles and we see uh, some details on what it means to imitate God. If we get still lost, we go to Hebrews 1, 2, where uh, it tells us that Jesus is the imprint image of God. So we look at Jesus and we copy him so we can paste him later on in our lives. So we are commanded to be imitators of God as beloved children not to gain god's love because we are already beloved children because he loves us and we delight to be like him so first command in this for this whole chapter be imitators of god and the second command that Paul is giving in this passage to the Ephesians is to walk. And he will command the Ephesians three times to walk. Now, the word walk, and I'm, I'm sorry to bring so much grammar, but it's just, I, I don't know how to do it another way. Is uh, It really means to conduct your life. To conduct your life. So he's gonna say three times to the Ephesians conduct your life as as loved conduct your life as la as light uh, verse 8 and conduct your life as wise verse 15 so love light wise what does he mean with that and we have to Again, get into that Greek uh, Eastern theater and uh, see uh, God Dionysus playing in the background with his parties and his night orgies because he's gonna bring out things that should not uh, be brought from the outside into the church. So he's gonna talk about things that have to do with actions, and things that have to do with thinking. And we have to be uh, uh, patient and understanding with uh, the Ephesians. They were new Christians. They were getting into this new way of worshiping uh, a God that they didn't know much. The New Testament was not written. And they were quietly learning, but, uh, but they really didn't know uh, so much. So he's telling them, Your actions that you did under that kind of worship, that should not be brought into the church. All this uh, sexual uh, conduct outside of what God has intended, all this uh, drinking, uh, speaking roughly, using words that are sometimes empty, sometimes they are just to, to hurt other people, Those should not happen in the church because all that is a cult uh, of the me, of uh, making myself feel better, my gratification. And that's not how we have learned from Christ. Uh, God loved us in Christ. He forgave us. And he gave himself. Jesus, uh, verse 2, gave himself as as a sacrifice, as a fragrant Offering. He burnt literally himself in that cross for us. And that's what we must copy. Anything that sounds or feels like it's about me, then I have to question that. Uh, Tim Keller says that anything, anything, because um, Paul will say later in verse 5, that all that is idolatry. Anything that uh, uh, keeps my, my mind, my heart, my imagination occupied with that, that is an idol. And all that that consumes my time, my life, my care, that's an idol, an idol. and all that should be taken away. So, walk as loved children. You have been loved. You don't really, uh, you don't have that need of filling your life with self-gratification. You are already loved. God has loved you. Second, walk as light. He tells us to walk as if we are light. Maybe some of you remember some months ago a great message from Coleman. Uh, Where he showed us this big picture of the moon you do, huh? Yes, we it's hard to forget So he told us that we are to reflect and that has to do with the imitation We don't have to produce light is God The one who produces the light in us we just reflect Uh, At best we need to be transparent and let the light of Christ to show through us. How are we light? Well he gives us he gives us some guidance here. um, Doing the good, doing the right, doing the true. Coping, centering, concentrating in those things from God. And then he tells us try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. So we like Sherlock Holmes, we get our magnifying Glass, and we continuously look for the details what God uh, would have done, what is pleasing to Him in this point, what would Jesus do at this moment in this situation, what words would He use? That is being light, and therefore, 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 He's gonna continue walk. Walk as wise, not as unwise. And he's going to give us, again, some guidance. What is to be a wise person? What is to walk as wise? Well, he's going to give us some details, and you can look at those uh, in more depth in your house. But the first thing that he tells us is that we need to be careful how we use our time. Time is the first thing that uh, we should be careful, because it's one of the few things that we really own. We don't own much in this world. The Kramers sent me a picture uh, this week of uh, one of their camps where they work in northern Iraq. Those tents are made out of plastic, one touching each other, only one room, no bathroom, no showers, all that is communal. People live like that year after year. And uh, this week, a spark just set one of those, those uh, huts in, in flames. And in no time, all that plastic burned one-fourth of the camp. So people who had lost everything prior, the little bit that they had accumulated was lost again. And that's life. Life goes quick Yesterday, I was a teenager. I had black hair and a very black beard. Today, I look totally different. I feel like a teenager inside, but when I look myself in the mirror, I'm oh my God. When I see myself in pictures, I said, what happened? Life goes quick. Be careful with your time. Use your time well. And then he will go in to give us two commands. And again, we are back into that theater with Dionysus. He says, do not, do not Ephesians, do not Turo people, do not get drunk. That's not the way. But be filled with The Holy Spirit. So those are the two commands. The first one, let the old stay outside. The second command, bring the new. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And again, I'll bring you back into grammar. That commandment is very, very interesting. First, it's a commandment. It's an imperative mode. It's an imperative. So it's a commandment to all of us. It's not a suggestion. We have no choice. If we are loved children, we must be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what we have to do. Second, it's a plural. So it's not for individuals, it's not for the ones who come up here, it's not for the exalted ones or the ones who have more sensitivity. It's for all of us. All of us are commanded and we are to experience the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Our services should never be dull, should never be boring because we should always be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is also a passive tense, a passive form of the tense. So maybe a better translation would be, let the Holy Spirit fill you. Let the Holy Spirit fill you. And that's where we have something to play here. We are like uh, uh, keepers of, uh, uh, um, uh, how do you call it, a door? Uh, it has, has a name in a dam. I've been to many of those in England, in those canals, and in Panama, I've been the canal. Yeah, lock? Yeah. We are like the operators of the lock. And uh, we can open or not open the lock and allow the water to flow in. It's not that we have more of the Holy Spirit or less, it's that we either open or don't open. And He's commanding us, open that lock. Let the Holy Spirit fill you. And last one, it's a present, and it's a present continuous. So keep on doing that constantly. It's like a lifestyle of micro-conversion. Holy Spirit, come in. Fill me up. I'm in this situation. I'm in this job interview. I'm dealing with this uh, problem. How should I do it? Please fill me up. That's that's the command, the results are following. There are four. Two of them have to do with our relationship with God, two of them with our relationships with each other. The first one is to have fellowship with each other. So he says, speak to one another. Speak to one another with uh, with the word of God. Encourage each other. Build each other up. Uh, tell uh, him, say, you remember this song. Uh, I have uh, two close friends in this congregation. Every morning, they send me songs and verses, and we pray for each other every day, every day. Have fellowship, and build others, make them the center of uh, your, uh, your ministry. Second, uh, worship, worship God. Worship with joy, sing to Him. Express your gratitude. Number three, gratitude. And fourth, submit to one another. Treat each other with reverence. Treat each other with respect as the other was always better than you are. And you probably will never be wrong because we tend to see the worst on others and uh, and that's just not right. That's just not good. So that's... uh, That's Paul's uh, lesson for us today. Copy, copy God. Copy the great things of God and paste them. Paste them into your life. Don't try to create something, just imitate God. I like art, I don't know a lot, but I do like art. And uh, this, uh, this past April in Madrid, uh, a little painted was uh, a little painting was uh, brought to auction. Uh, it had been forgotten in a basement, and uh, the owners decided that it needed some extra money. It was uh, supposed to be uh, uh, the work of a painter from the 17th century, Jose Rivera, who's not well known. he was a disciple, uh, somebody who copied uh, Caravaggio who was one of the greatest painters of uh, the Renaissance. So the painting came out, but when the, the people who know, who really know and were, are looking into those things, started bidding. And before it came out into auction, two people had already bid three million euro for that little painting. One Italian uh, uh, scholar, Uh, critique on painting he said it only took me six minutes to realize that that was not a Jose Rivera that was truly a Caravaggio six minutes and and then he adds it was like if you walk on the street and you cross paths with an old friend and you recognize him right away and that's who you are You are a Caravaggio. And the Master is doing all the strokes in your life. And when people will see you in crossing the street, they will realize the image of Jesus in you. Because you are loved children, because you are light, and because you are wise children of God. Let's pray. And let the Lord continue speaking to us. Here we are to listen to you, Lord. Lord, we are your people. We... We want to be just imitators. Imitators of the true God. As from today on, Lord, help us to walk, help us to uh, conduct our lives as loved, as light, as wise. May the whole world Recognize that we have been with Jesus, that we are his. Thank you for making us a work of art. Help us this week to be very, very good at copying and pasting through the power and the work of your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you.